we've been getting accountability all wrong in the compliance industry. It's not a set of tasks. It's a way of thinking, and it has to come from the heart as well as the head. On Accountability, the Heart of Compliance, Tom Fox and Sam Silverstein dig into what accountability means to the corporate compliance function and business organizations, and most significantly, how to make it an integral part of your culture. Accountability, the Heart of Compliance is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again with Sam Silverstein for another episode of Accountability, uh, the Heart of Compliance. Sam, today I wanted to take up a topic of the accountability assessment, but I want to introduce it by referencing a recent Department of Justice release called the 2020 Update to the Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs. The Department of Justice has made clear that a risk assessment is your starting point for any best practices compliance program, but you've developed the accountability assessment, which I think takes it several steps further. So I was wondering if we could talk about today, what's the accountability assessment? How do you perform an accountability assessment? And then uh, perhaps how we can uh, lead into another episode where we talk about using the accountability assessment to have a true cultural transformation. Wow. All that in 30 seconds or less, Tom? <laughs> well, I was going to give you 90 <laughs> seconds. But, okay. Uh, okay. Um, you know, a lot of companies engage in in some sort of engagement survey, um, and and that's just become pretty much standard practice. We take an employee engagement survey to another universe because what we've done is is based on over 12 years' worth of research and work with organizations. We've built in a component that actually gives us what we call an accountability index on an organization. And the accountability index is, is an employee engagement assessment um, on steroids because it looks at accountability. That's the only thing. That's the only factor that will determine whether or not that organization is going to have high level sustainability moving forward, whether they're going to get the highest level of productivity out of their people, and whether there's an environment that will support a, a, a healthy and successful ethics and compliance program. Everything goes through the lens of accountability. Sam, one of the things that strikes me about accountability is it's not up, up and down. It's not up, uh, driven down by senior management to employees to, to listen up and do, nor is it even uh, driven up from the uh, shop floor literally to the boardroom. It's a complete culture of which everyone is accountable to each other in a relationship. The Department of Justice calls that a little bit different. They say that that enhances a speak-up culture, but it strikes me in listening to you that accountability not only allows but actually mandates a speak-up culture. It mandates people to raise their hand when something is uh, uh, against the company's values, and it mandates that senior management listen. Would that be a, a fair assessment as well? Well, absolutely, because what happens is to create a, a culture within an organization that inspires and prioritizes accountability, well, leadership is is committing to a series of 
relational commitments with their people. And one of the outflows from that entire experience is a safe workplace. Now, we work with organizations that are looking at physical safety in the workplace, and and that's critical. But what I'm talking about is emotional safety, which means people feel that it's no problem to share if they have a challenge. It's no problem to share if they see something going wrong. It's no problem to share if they see their leader going off track. And we've talked about this before. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. Now, it's one thing if I purposefully make a decision that violates our values. But it's another if I just make a decision and I, maybe I just didn't realize that one of the ramifications is that it puts one of our values in jeopardy. And if you or someone else in the organization were to say, Sam, you know what? I think this might be leading us off track. If, if I'm an accountable leader and I really care about that, then I am open to that feedback. I want that feedback because I know I can't be the best me without you helping me. And I also believe that my people can't be their, their very best unless I'm helping them, not holding them, helping them. And so this environment is one where if there's a problem with ethics at any level, it's, it's, it's an open, comfortable, safe environment. Let's talk about it. How would you characterize the accountability of an employee to a leader? You often talk about leadership's role and leadership being accountable. How am I accountable to you if you're my immediate supervisor, if you're two levels up, or even if you're the president of the company? My accountability as leader as, is, is to the entire organization. The success of the people in the organization is my responsibility. That's what leadership is. Leadership isn't the office. Leadership isn't the parking spot. Leadership isn't even the title. And so what happens is when I commit to everyone's success, when I'm supporting them, then they want to commit back up. That's the natural return. And so they want to be accountable to their direct supervisor. They want to be accountable to me. And so if I help my people feel like I would rather die than let them down, then they're going to feel that they would rather die than let me down, which means they're supporting the people around them. They're supporting their leader. They're supporting the organization. Sam, it's often said that companies that have a certain set of ethical values and they make those ethical values part of their decision-making, business decision-making, gives them a cultural up for hiring and retaining people. Uh, is, is that the same with accountability, and is it even more important from the human resources perspective that a company be accountable? When leadership is committed to building a culture within an organization that prioritizes and inspires accountability, we see over and over and over again, those are the organizations that attract the best people. Those are the organizations that retain the best people. Those are the organizations that have the highest level of productivity. Along with the highest level of productivity comes along a higher level of engagement and profitability. It all connects together. And so whether you're in in the HR department or in any department, it's it's a much better place to be. So when leadership is just 
pushing for that quarterly return and they're making short-sighted decisions, they're creating an organization that will not fare as well long-term. Now, a company can have a mediocre culture and be profitable. I, Tom, don't hear me say that you have to have an amazing uh, a culture that prioritizes accountability to be profitable. But what I am saying is you have to have that type of culture if you want to achieve profits at levels that go beyond what most organizations even think about striving for. Accountability assessment. Does that give you a roadmap or measuring map which allows you to then improve a corporate culture, change a corporate culture, help a, a true cultural transformation that then can be monitored and utilized going forward? The short answer is yes. Um, you know, as a marathon runner, um, I've, I've logged way too many miles on, on my body, and I've had uh, three times I've had to have orthoscopic surgery on my knee, most of, the, of which wasn't even caused by running but other injuries. However, what happened every time before the doctor performed orthoscopic surgery is he did an MRI. He wanted to take the MRI for a couple of reasons. A, he wanted to see what the problem was. And the only way is to deep dive, look below the surface. Well, an MRI showed him exactly what the problem was. And then when he performed the surgery, he knew exactly where to go to fix what needed to be fixed. And our accountability index, our accountability assessment does just that. It looks very specifically into the culture. It looks at 15 different indices. It measures all 10 relational commitments of accountability. And we not only see what the challenge is, where the challenge is, either at what level of leadership it's showing up and what area geographically it's showing up, but we know exactly what the issue is. And then we're positioned to help that organization solve those problems, create a stronger culture, and create an ethics and compliance program that's going to be world-class. Sam, we're near the end of our time for this episode. Uh, I hope we can visit about actually helping a company change their culture uh, in a future episode. I look forward to continuing. I'd love to do that. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Accountability, the Heart of Compliance. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.